Hey, hey, this is Tracy Austin with Mental Fitness Matters. This show is designed to provide people with tips, strategies, and solutions to improve your mental fitness. This is Mental Fitness Matters. Hey, hey, happy Thursday, everybody. Welcome back. You are listening to Mental Fitness Matters. I am your host, Tracy Austin, and this is WSIC Radio. Happy Thursday. I hope you guys are having a great week. I am back this week for another round with my buddy, Joe Del Monte, for part three of our Money and Mindset series, The Path to Mental and Financial Success. Good morning, Joe. Welcome back, my friend. Good morning, Tracy. Always good to be here. Always glad to have you. So, so glad to have you. If you guys are tuning in for the very first time, you are listening to the Mental Fitness Matters show. And this show is designed to provide you with tips, strategies, and solutions on how to improve your mental health and mental fitness. I love bringing in guests and industry experts to help push the conversations along on how to take care of our whole self, mentally, physically, financially our entire self. And I've teamed up with Joe Del Monte. He's a personal financial coach and expert, and we are doing a four-part money and mindset series. And today's show is part three. If you have missed the previous shows, feel free to go back and tune in. You can always go to TracyAustin.com, check out some YouTube videos there. Or if you're a podcast listener, This show is uploaded to the podcast every single week. So that's iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, um, whatever your listening platform is, you can always tune in so that you never miss a show. So feel free to start over with our very first show, which talked about thought patterns and beliefs that are holding you back and keeping you financially stuck. Part two was related to uh, creating healthier habits for your mental and your financial health. And today... We are really excited because we're going to take some action. Today's show is all about action. The last two shows were really about laying a foundation, but now we want to get you guys in the driver's seat to build and create mental and financial success. So I want you, if you are in a position that you could actually have a notepad out, take some notes, that's awesome. If not, you can go back and check this show out if you're listening by driving. Um, so I want you to be safe. But you want to take notes during this show because we are going to provide you guys with some practical solutions on what to do for your financial and mental success. Think about your life, if you could, over the next 10 years. Do you want to have better relationships? Do you want to have better finances? Do you want to have better control over your future while maintaining a positive mindset and attitude? I'm pretty sure everybody would answer yes to that question, right? Of course. I think everybody could say right now, if your life could be better, what what do I need to do to get there? So what we're going to do is teach you how to start right now with what you have, create a plan for mental and financial success. And it starts with creating the right goals and smart goals. Joe, let's go ahead and get into today's show. Like where do people need to begin? So if we're thinking about building a path to success financially, mentally, where do people even need to start? What do we do? How do we start this? So, you know, you mentioned smart goals. Um, Goal setting has to be, has to be the key. I mean, nobody gets in their car and doesn't know where they're headed. Right. right. Nobody gets up, their alarm clock goes off, and they don't know what they're doing for the day. We all have to have a plan for the day. Well, some people maybe. <laughs> that's crazy. Uh, <laughs> um, so, settings. But that's the reality, too. Some people yeah. wake up and just wake up. 
really maybe mm-hmm. had no thought behind what am I going to do today? Let's right. think about it in the terms, too, of this quarantine. Mm-hmm. You know, if we're in a position where it's like our whole lives have kind of been upside down, right. maybe you're not going into a job. Mm-hmm. So let's start with that piece of it. Smart right. goals and creating a plan right. has to be the place that we start. Has to be the place. And so, you know, talking about SMART goals, SMART is an acronym. Um, you could look it up online if you if you don't have a chance to write it down. But SMART goals uh, stands for Specific measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-bound. It sounds like a lot, but I'll give you an example of a goal that is uh, not smart and a goal that is smart. Perfect. So let's just pertain it to, um, um, let's just say losing weight. You know, a lot of people want to lose some pounds, so that's an easy one to go off of. A a not smart goal would be, I want to lose weight. There's no specificity to that there's no actionable item to that you don't there's no time i just want to lose weight okay well what you can't do anything with that how do you change a smart goal in losing weight would be i want to lose um 20 pounds this year okay so i want to lose uh, i'm going to lose 20 pounds this year by working out three days a week you know walking a mile a day Mm -hmm. on days i don't work out and cutting my calorie intake by 50 calories a day. And I'm going to do that every day, right? So it's specific. It's realistic. You can lose 20 pounds in a year. Mm-hmm. Is that what I said, 20? Yeah. Um, it's attainable, right? It's yeah. not like, hey, I want to become, uh, you know, I, I need to lose 100 pounds. I want to become a professional bodybuilder by the end of the year, right? It's realistic, and it's time-bound. By the end of the year, I'm going to have lost 20 pounds, Right. Or, you know, a pound a month or two pounds a month or whatever the, the, the goal is. So that that's has to be where you are in your relationships and in your finances. Start to create goals to say, hey, I want to have this much in savings by saving this much a week out of my paycheck or or cutting back, you know, this much a week on expenses. Um, and, and you could, you know, share some examples. And, and how would you create a smart goal as it relates to things like you know, emotional well-being, mental yeah. health, relationships, and things like that. But yeah. being specific is the key. Specific is the key. And I like the example that you just used because, like you started it off with, I want to lose weight. Mm-hmm. Sounds awesome. Right. I want to save money. I want to feel better. Right. I want to dot, dot, dot. Mm-hmm. That's great. But if we have no way to measure what it is that we're doing, that's all it is. It's a great goal. It sounds awesome. Right. But how are we getting there? Right. And so this SMART acronym, I love that because it's creating a path and a plan for success. Mm-hmm. I want to lose 20 pounds. That's specific. Yep. You measured that by the end of the year. Mm-hmm. You know, and so as we're looking at the mental health side of things, if we haven't, like last show, we talked about some of those things that we can put in place, like improving your sleep. Mm-hmm. If you want to get better sleep quality, you know, right. so really kind of having specific goals in terms of what that looks like. But I love having this idea of we got to have something that's realistic, that we can measure, that we mm-hmm. can monitor, that we actually can call back and track. That's right. Does it matter when we talk about some of these goals, when it's short term, mid- middle term goals or long term goals in terms of this SMART acronym? Yeah, the SMART acronym applies it applies to all of it. So, you know, a long term goal. And I'll just speak in terms of finances. You know, you can keep this real simple, too. You know, we can get more technical. But let's just say a long-term goal is anything over uh, a year, you might want to say, 12 months out and beyond. That's more of a longer-term goal. Or maybe a maybe you do short-term goals is 12 months or less. A long-term goal or a medium-term goal is, is, is one year to five years. And long-term goals are five years out, mm-hmm. right? So let's just take a short-term goal. 
Um, and maybe you could even boil it down to the next 30 days as a short-term goal. You still want to have the SMART acronym kind of driving that goal. In 30 days, I want to save $100. Well, how am I going to do that? I'm not going to make an extra $100 at my job. Can I go do some side work? Can I not buy coffee twice this week? Can, where can I cut back, mm-hmm. right? And, and how can I do that? So you have to have whatever the goal is, if it's long-term, short-term, medium-term, right now, we have to be specific about it. It has to be measurable. It has to be realistic and attainable. And you have to have a timeline on it. Otherwise, procrastination kicks in and it gets swept under the rug and people get distracted. So it's, it's a way to hold yourself accountable. I like that. Action. And for the people that may be listening now and they're thinking about, you know, their money coming in and, and what if people kind of have this income that's pretty, you know, pretty consistent every single month. And they may be singing, you know what, what if I don't necessarily know that I have any extra money to start yeah. uh, creating this place where I can create mm-hmm. smart goals? Let's talk a little bit about how do people begin to create a budget with limited funds? Yeah. You know, how much money do you need to really have to begin this process of creating success financially? Right. Well, it's not what you make. It's what you keep. Um, now, if you're not making a lot of money, well, then you can't spend a lot of money. The first place it starts is in the mind. You have to make up your mind that the cards that you have, look, some people make, you know, multiple hundreds of thousands a year and they work a job that's highly paid or or what have you. And some people are busting their butt, you know, making minimum wage. And they're like, I just don't have any more hours in the week to, 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 to knock this out. Okay. Those are the cards you have in your hand right now. What's the best way to play that hand? If you can't make any more money, you have to try to spend less. You have to start to get creative. And there's a thing called sacrifice. We don't want to do it in this country (laughs) because we have all these little plastic things in our pocket that we could just whip out at any moment in time and say, I don't really feel like sacrificing. I want to have it now and and I'll pay it off down the line. I would encourage everybody, don't do that. And what you're doing when you whip out that credit card and you start to forego sacrifice, which sacrifice is a wonderful thing. I'll get into that. But when you forego sacrifice and whip out that card for that immediate gratification or or saying, you know what, everybody else has this, so I deserve it too. Really what you're doing, because nobody else cares about your situation, but you truly, Mm -hmm. really what you're doing is you're betting on your future self. Think about that. I'm going to go spend $5,000 on this credit card to get the things that I want, my new clothes, my new shoes, my whatever. And I'm going to pay it off down the line. Well, you don't know what down the line looks like. Right. And you've not made any smart goals to, to, to put yourself in the category of, of knowing what down the line looks like. So you're literally just placing a bet on your future self five, ten years down the line. Yeah. You know, and interest works against you while you're placing that bet. So it's, it's about being specific. It's about um, sacrifice and saying, if you don't have a lot of money coming in, start where you are. Cut back where you can. And sometimes you just can't. There's no more. I get it. I, I talk to people all the time. They're like, well, listen, I got rid of cable. I got rid of this. We went down one vehicle and it's a beater, but it gets me to work. And that's all I have. Um, you know, I sold this on eBay. I sold this on Amazon. I, I don't know what else to do. And it's like, okay, great job. Mm-hmm. You, at least you're taking action. At least from there, you have a foundation to where you can now start to build and say, okay, I need to do something different. Is it a different degree I need to get? Do I need to save up to take some online classes to qualify me for a higher paying job? Yeah. 
right? Is it a little side business that my wife can start while I'm out at work? Um, start, you, you can get creative. If you're buried under debt and you don't know where you're going and you don't know where your money's going, you're not budgeting, you have no room to get creative because you're just living in stress mm -hmm. and fear and anxiety mm -hmm. and you're, you're week to week. So, um, and I think as you were kind of saying, it was, as it starts in the mind, you know, it starts about really kind of some of the things that have led up to this show is really getting ourselves in a mindset and in a space in a mental and healthy place to be able to do the things that we're asking people to start to do. It's mm -hmm. really being able to create that plan, become creative. And the better you feel, the better you perform, you know, and so right. there may not be wiggle room on that financial side. Mm -hmm. But if you are taking these action steps and trying to create a plan and if you're working on your sleep, if you're trying mm -hmm. to change things from an exercise health perspective, you're going to feel better and not find yourself in this impulsive spending yes. in terms of this impulse buying. Right. Because we're taking care of our emotional health as well. It's That's all right. tied in. It's, right. It goes hand in hand. So right. if I am making these impulse decisions to just go out and use my card, that may be more linked to what I'm feeling on the inside. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. And so as we start to do a deeper dive of this money and mindset piece of it, they're all interconnected. Mm -hmm. They're all interconnected. So what we're going to do, Joe, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back and let's d dive a little bit deeper to give people some specific ways with this SMART acronym yeah. on how you guys can create a plan today and just start where you are. And so when we come back, we're going to continue with this Money and Mindset series. You are listening to the Mental Fitness Matters Show. I'm your host, Tracy Austin. We'll be right back. Hey, hey, welcome back, everybody. You are listening to Mental Fitness Matters. I am your host, Tracy Austin. I am here with the amazing Joe Del Monte, personal financial coach and expert. And we are on part three of our Money and Mindset series, The Path to Mental and Financial Success. And today's show, we're really talking about creating smart goals to get you on a path. Um, and now that we have created these goals... Now that we have created a plan of action and recognizing that we need to plan, uh, figuring out this process, Joe, talk to us a little bit about what are some steps? What do we do next? What's our three-step yeah, process perfect. look like? So, you know, the first thing you have to do is you have to budget, okay? And if you don't know why or you're kind of against that whole idea and you think you're going to lose control by budgeting, go listen to, I think it was the second show we talked about it. You need to listen to both anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but... You have to budget. So this is all these, this advice in these steps I'm going to give you is under the assumption that you are budgeting. You are telling your money where to go instead of waiting for it to tell you where it went. All right. Yeah. So that's the first thing. Okay. So the first step is once you're budgeting, you're making some cuts, you're making smart goals, you're figuring out where to scale back, where to find extra money. Um, you may be working some extra hours trying to pick up some extra funds. What do you do? Okay. So statistic here two-thirds of people in this country cannot cover a thousand dollar emergency mm -hmm. okay well let's solve that problem right now the first thing you should be doing is trying to get a thousand dollar emergency fund set aside i don't care if you got a million dollars in debt i don't care if you i don't care what the reason is find a thousand dollars make that your goal you know uh, i'm saving fifty dollars a month for the next 20 months and i'll have a thousand dollar fund that has to be your goal because here's the thing if you don't do that the car needs tires. The car needs an oil change. Um, my wife cut herself in the kitchen, and we have a hospital bill for stitches coming up. Uh, my kid needs new baseball cleats. Yep. Something happens, and what happens? We pull out the credit card, and now five years later, you're still paying off the baseball cleats. So 
Get that $1,000 account. Now, the only time in your life that $1,000 should not be there is if you're using it. I had to spend $400 on tires, so now it's down to 600 So your very immediate goal is let's get that back up to 1000 Lower everything down. Don't pay off your debt so aggressive. Get that back to 1000 That's your watermark, okay? Yeah. Number, do you want me to keep I, going? I love that, and I, I want to talk to you really yeah. quick about that piece of it. So as people hear that $1,000 emergency fund, some people may be like, oh! <gasps> I can't even get a hundred dollars, right. right? And so I, I love how you're talking about get creative. There may be things that you can cut out. Mm-hmm. Right now, we're having to eat in more, so yep. that may be an, a saved expense. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, figuring out ways that you can find areas to save and commit to that. That's right. Commit to that. So make that commitment. I like that. Commit and sacrifice. And look, yes, it's not easy. No one's saying it's easy. I'm not saying reaching the couch cushions. You're going to find an extra grand sitting there. No one does that. <laughs> right. Well, maybe some people, not me. Um, <laughs> But you got to make some cuts and sacrifices, and it's not forever. But get yourself in a position where ultimately you can say, gosh, the car needs tires. We have a grand sitting there. That's what it's for. Beautiful. Write a check. Debit card. Done. Now I spend time trying to build that back up. Yep. The whole thing is is going to give you more peace and more clarity, and you're going to have to reach in your pocket for that credit card less and less over time. So that's that's number one. Love it. Okay. Number two. Um 78, uh, 78% of people in this country, that's, that's a lot. That's yeah. eight out of 10 people are living paycheck to paycheck. And we say that check to check. What does that really mean? That means if I miss a check, if a check is short, if the payroll company made a mistake and the check is a week late, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. I'm reaching in my pocket for the credit card and I'm betting on myself again in the future and I'm messed up, right? Or I lost a job. I mean, so many people are dealing with that right now. So we're going to solve that problem. Get yourself three to six months of living expenses. Okay, so once you get the $1,000, your next immediate goal should be, how do I save up three months of living expenses? And not living expenses like I'm living high on the hog, but living expenses like I don't have a job, we need to eat the bare minimum food, we're cutting out every electronic in the house, and we're just keeping the lights on and the the AC on. Okay? That's your next goal. Solve that problem. Don't be one of the eight out of 10 people, which is a majority of Americans Mm -hmm. that don't have that. And I like that because everything that you're talking about in terms of the $1,000 emergency fund, three to six months worth of living expenses, this all requires an intentionality. And so as we go back to this money and mindset, the mental piece that goes with this, guys, you have to be intentional. So if you are waking up without a plan in any area of your life, if you just roll out of bed to roll out of bed with no goals or directions, Mm -hmm. this has to become really important, not only for your financial health, but recognizing being intentional, saying, you know what, I'm working on a a goal of creating financial success or creating a mental health success. You have to start somewhere and that's by being intentional. It is. So no matter how difficult or challenging these things may sound, mm-hmm. once you create some intention behind it, you're going to recognize that you have a lot more wiggle room than you knew. Absolutely. And so the other thing is, and I, I kind of went out of order, so let me re, let me start over. First thing, save $1,000, okay? Yep. We know why. Most people don't have that. The second thing, start to pay off your credit card debt, yeah. all of your debts. Then move into three to six months of, of, of savings. It's going to be hard to save that three to six months of, of reserve funds if you have a lot of credit card debt. Okay, so number one, get the $1,000. Number two, start to pay down your credit cards. Now, there's multiple different ways to do that. Um, some people say I start with the highest interest rate because that's the one hitting me with the most you know, interest every month. 
I've looked at a lot of different methods. There's no one that's perfect, but here's the one that I think works the best for most people is what's what, you know, people call a snowball. You take the, the credit card with the lowest balance, don't care about the interest rate, and you pay that off as fast as possible. And let's say your payment on that is 150 bucks a month. Once that's paid off, you take that 150 bucks a month and you add it to the next credit card that has the next lowest balance. And let's say normally you're paying, you know, 200 on that. Now you're paying 200 plus the 150 you yeah. got. Now you're paying 350 on that, and you just keep creating this snowball. So don't let that 150 become your not, party expenses. It's not extra money. Right. It's not cash that's, yet. That's it's not going, fun for you yet. It's yeah. just still you're just plunking away at this debt. And then once you have all the credit cards gone, and you were paying 800 dollars a month to pay off all your credit cards and you're living lean. Guess what? That $800 still isn't yours yet. You got to start putting that $800 that was all going towards debt into savings and get that three to six months of savings going. Love it. After that, you can start to build wealth because you don't have an anchor that you're dragging behind in the form of debt and unforeseen expenses. That's so good. Freedom. Freedom. Peace. Freedom. Peace. Peace. Yeah. You know, creating plat- platforms and ways and paths to get you there. Anything else on those goals? You know, it, with all of it, it's going to take time and you're going to have to look a little weird to your friends. <laughs> you're going to have to. You're going to have to say, yeah. I can't go out to eat with you guys. It, oh, Joe, you never go out to eat anymore. I know. I don't. Yeah. Because I'm saving money. Like, my life isn't the most fun right now because I'm paying off a lot of credit card debt. But I'll tell you right now, five years from now, come talk to me. Yeah. And I will have the ability to go out to eat. I'll be saving money. I won't be worried about... I won't get any mail. It'll be junk mail. It won't be Citibank and American Express and Visa. Sweating every time the phone rings and yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So do the hard things that most people are not willing to do. That's why you know most of the population is living check to check and doesn't have $1,000. And by the way, these statistics cover people that make multiple hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. And I've seen these people personally. You make $300,000 a year and you can't cover a $1,000 expense. It's not an income problem, people. Mm-hmm. It's a spending problem. So we need to start there. And if you it. have questions on that, just reach out to us. I know everybody's in a different situation and everyone has the, hey, well, you don't know my situation. We all got them. We all got them. we em. can work through it. So just got to get creative and, and get practical and get smart. I love it. And so, guys, you have been listening to part three of creating mental and financial success. The first thing that you got to do as we keep going through this series on today's topic is create smart goals. Get a plan in place. Use the SMART acronym specific measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-based. With whatever amount of money that you have, start with that. Use that acronym. Create you a game plan for mental and financial success. We appreciate you guys tuning in with us every single week. We got part four next week. You don't want to miss that. Really kind of building your financial legacy. Who are you leaving these things to? So, guys, we want you guys to have a great week. Joe, thank you so much for your time, my friend, and your expertise. Always fun. Always fun. Always fun. We look forward to seeing you guys next week. I want my Mental Fitness Matters community to shine bright like the stars that you are. Be great. I'll see y'all next week. Thank you for joining us today on Mental Fitness Matters. Tune in every Thursday at 8.30 a.m. to 9 a.m. for more tips, tools, strategies, and solutions that will help you reach your peak mental fitness. My name is Tracy Austin, and you've been listening to Mental Fitness Matters. 